The advice given on sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you've got a question for us, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Uh-oh, dog days of summer here. Ooh, we've been outside. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're in the middle of a bit of a heat wave here in the city right now. But yeah, yeah. we were just outside for about an hour conversating in a wonderful summer rain. Oh, my God, it made me so fucking peaceful. <laughs> made me just want to punch somebody. I'm so peaceful right now. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. I'm feeling very peaceful myself. That's great. This week, in fact, I might be, I might say that I'm feeling mellow. Whoa, like a mushroom? (laughs) That pizza place was not that good, by the way. Do you have mellow mushrooms? Mellow mushrooms? What the fuck are you talking about? It was a weird, trippy pizza place. I think they might just be in Florida. No, 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 definitely didn't have. We had had Pizza Pro. Ah. It was only in supermarkets. Oh, God. (laughs) So I bet they were professionals. (laughs) Yeah, I'm feeling mellow this week. For the first time... Maybe since high school, college, Yikes. something like that. Like actually just mellowed out. Uh, as you know, I talked about last week. This week was the, the last week uh, of therapy for me uh, for a while, if not, you know, definitely indefinitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I uh, had the last session on Monday uh, and the kind of mellow feeling started last week. The, the word that I've been thinking about a lot lately is, is choice. Uh, and the me- with this kind of new mellowness has also come the concept of choice when it comes to my emotions and my reactions, which is not something that I've ever really had before, and especially not that I've had since I've quit smoking cigarettes. Uh, I guess it came like last Thursday. There was a small little incident in which some of my equipment, some of my drum equipment got fucked up through no reason of mine, in which someone maliciously and willfully fucked up something of mine. And I, in the past, would have gotten extremely fucking angry at that. Very angry. And I made the choice to go, I fucking, I can replace this. This is fine. There's nothing I can really do here for this, so I'm just going to let it go. And I did, and I've been doing that again and again over the last week since last Thursday. Uh, and on you know therapy on Monday, she's like, you know what that is? That's choice. You made a choice to do something that you normally don't do. There is that initial emotion when something happens or it just rises up in you. But then once that emotion is there, it's like I'm able to grab it. It's like I'm able to catch it. It's like it's... Uh, it's wriggling around in your hands like a raccoon. <laughs> and you look at it and you're like, ooh, you're not going to get in my trash, raccoon. <laughs> I imagine just like wriggling, wriggling, wriggling. You're just like, stop moving. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Right? Actually, it's, it's, it has a shape. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it ha- it's not so ethereal. It's not just something that fills my being uh, or that fills my chest. Like, you know, I'm, I mean, I know that you, you have that feeling, uh, especially with anger. When it comes up, it, fi- it feels like it courses through your veins. Oh, yeah. That it is something that fills the inside of your body and fills your head. And you don't really know what to do with it because you can't really grab onto it. But now I feel like those sorts of things, it's like a raccoon. I mean, it's like something, it is a thing that I can grab onto and I can decide what to do with it. I can look at it, at it and I can decide, like, what, what do I want to do with the raccoon? 
do I want to pet the raccoon? Do I want to let the raccoon? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what a happy raccoon sounds like. That's a happy raccoon. Or do I want to just let it go and let it fuck up my face in a frenzy of anger and wild animal Passion. Well, no, passion, passion is the right yikes. word. Instinct. <laughs> yeah, that's always it's always the word you want to associate with raccoons. Yeah, passion. passion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what they call raccoons. Nature's Romeo. <laughs> I believe it. But I think that's really interesting because that is a very difficult place to get to. It takes years to get to a place like that. Yeah. And it, it, it's something that has to be worked on. You can't just, if you have issues, if you are constantly like overwhelmed with emotions, it's difficult to say, well, just choose. Yeah. Because a lot of people aren't able to do that. I wasn't. Or they haven't trained their body to do that. Yeah. It was something that I couldn't do for a very, very, very long time. And I think what we were talking about the other day about uh, thinking of depression and mania as an organic thing, I think that's helped me out because that was the first step to making a choice at these things, to look at these things and to look at these emotions that are coming up, like to looking at it and be like, okay, is this real or not? You know, is this something that I need to address or is this something that I can throw off into the darkness? Uh, and looking because, you know, the, the anger, I mean, that's, a, that's the dark side of, um, that's the depression side. I mean, I, I, I believe at least in, in my experience, and I, I think in yours as well, is that anger and depression are intertwined. Yes. That they are, they are very, they very much come from the same place. Uh, and I think looking at anger, and of course, like since I'd, um, stopped, uh, smoking cigarettes, my anger has definitely risen. My patience has definitely lowered. Um, but I feel like I'm kind of starting to come back. And you know, and when I talk about like I'm kind of mellow for the first time since high school, I haven't not had a cigarette since high school. I started smoking my senior year of high school. Uh, and I kind of look back at that and I was like, well, fuck, this is kind of the same sort of feeling. That kind of weird mellowness that I came upon on my own or, you know, with the help of therapy. But, you know, of course, therapy just gives you the tools to get to that place. You have to get there on your own. You have to make the own journey. It's just the the therapist kind of helps you decipher the map. And now, you know, it's learning to trust yourself even though you are free-falling. It's learning to trust in you no matter what. Yeah. And I think that it's important. I like the word choice because there's a lot of things in our life that we have no control over. There's a lot of things that we don't have a choice, things you have to do, things, you know, things you have to deal with, people you have to deal with. There's a lot of things you don't have that choice. So I think it's a very empowering feeling to be able to choose to choose. You say, no, I am choosing for myself not to throw this mug against the fucking wall because I'm so mad. I can choose not to do that. Mm -hmm. But it's a hard thing, especially when you are inflated with any kind of emotion or, or deflated and you're a puddle on the ground to trust yourself. Absolutely. And depression also, you know, and, and that's what, you know, people say again and again, you know, when, when you suffer from depressions that it's so misunderstood uh, that people say like, well, just be happy. 
You know, well, you can just choose to be happy. And I'm definitely not saying that to people who are in the throes of depression and are just starting out or just in the middle of their journey. I'm not saying that you can just choose. I'm not saying that this is an easy thing. I'm not saying that this is something that I came upon overnight. This is from years of work, that this is something that you can get to. You can get to this spot. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to put in the work. And the work, let me tell you, man, it is so worth it. If any of you out there are thinking about getting help, if you're on, if you're getting to the end of, or feel like you're getting to the end of the line, or just if you're sick and tired of not being able to choose, of not being able to choose anything, get help, put in the work. It does happen eventually. You just have to put in the work and you don't know how long it's going to take. You don't know what your journey is going to be. You don't know how you're going to get there. But if you put one foot in front of the other and start moving forward, even if you feel like you've got 50-pound weights attached to your ankles, just keep moving forward because those things will get smaller and eventually they will disappear. And another thing that I've also started to, I know that I'm starting to think in more terms of choice is in uh, the way that I write. Uh, when I'm sorting out my emotions, when I'm sorting out my thoughts, uh, is that before and for, I think, forever uh, that I can think of is that um, the words that I used were very wishy-washy, very not really saying one thing or They another. weren't concrete. Not concrete. Just like th- using words like, I think, maybe, or I should do this. There was no decision there. It was just, I think maybe I could do this, or maybe I could do that. And now, the words that I'm using is, I will, I must, this is what I am going to do. There are decisions that are being made. And I think the most important one is, I will, is I will do this. I will change this about myself. I will work on this more. I will do this. I will do that. That is a very important word when you're looking to make that choice, when you're looking to make actual choices in your life. Uh, For me, that's been even more important than the word choice. The word will has become such an important word, not just in the verb sense, but also in the noun sense, having inner will. And I think, I would say that quitting cigarettes has given me a lot of confidence. Three months uh, last Sunday. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. I I have waited... A long time to talk about, talk it, about it. To course. talk about it on the show uh, because I've uh, in in the past I, I've I've tried to quit and I would talk about it the first week and be like, oh my god, I want cigarettes so bad, blah blah blah, and you know made a kind of a big deal about it. But I decided this time it's like I'm gonna wait months before I say anything definitive. I've mentioned it a couple times on the show here and there, uh, but before I said anything definitive, like I've quit cigarettes for a while now, and that gave me so much confidence. And man, the depression that came with not having cigarettes was tough. So hard because it hits that dopamine in your brain. It presses that little button that releases uh, just a tiny bit of pleasure that you get used to every single day. And it's not the nicotine in it. It's different chemicals that they put in those cigarettes. Um, Because I'm still motherfucking living that vape life, as I've been talking. (laughs) (laughs) Living that vape life. Uh, And it's... (laughs) 
<laughs> and and it's still so I'm still uh, that's why I'm saying quitting cigarettes and not saying quitting smoking because I'm still dependent on nicotine. Uh, if I don't get it, I still like that anger rises, the irritability rises. Uh, but I, it is something that I am I'm still doing right now. Uh, and I would recommend it for anybody out there who's looking to quit smoking. It makes it a lot easier. You get more of the, the ritual and it is a fuck of a lot better for you. And so much fucking cheaper. So much cheaper. So much cheaper than cigarettes. Uh, but it is, uh, it's something that gave me confidence because it was something that was a, a huge thing that I overcame that has been a part of my life for uh, 17 years, 18 years now. Um, and I got rid of it. I did it. I'm doing it. Uh, and I would. it's kind of one of those things where it's like you always consider yourself an alcoholic or you always consider yourself uh, you know, an, an addict. I will always consider myself a smoker. Like, no well, every day is a choice. Every day is a choice. And every day for the last three months, I've made, I've made a choice. And every day when I've gone to bed, I've been successful in that choice. And it feels really fucking good. And that might be why that word is in my mind so much, because I made a huge choice and a huge decision a few months ago, and I've stuck to it. Um, and I'm not saying that everybody, you know, quitting smoking is not something that you can do at any time in your life. Uh, there are some times when, like, I have actually had doctors tell me, don't quit smoking right now. Especially when I was going through, like, some real bad shit. They're like, you should not quit smoking right now. This is a bad time for you. Uh, and, you know, I've had mental health professionals tell me, it's like, no, you should not. You should not quit smoking right now. This is you are not in the right place for this. This is only going to make things worse. I know that it's that you want to, but you should not. Uh, and I waited until the right moment. I waited until the right day to say, like, all right, this is it. But it's also another culmination of all of the work you have put in to get you to that place. Yeah. And you know exactly what you said that sometimes it's not a good time for people because it's not something you just say, "Well, to- today's the day, I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess I'm going to do that." Because you have to choose to do it. Yeah. It's the will to do it. And you have to choose for you have to do it for, for yourself, yourself, not for fucking anybody else. Not for anybody else the last the longest i made it before is i made it uh like three weeks because i quit for a girl in college who didn't like it that i was madly in love with but then all it does is ruin the relationship yeah it was not good for the relationship (laughs) it was it was not it was not good for the relationship it was not good for my life and it didn't last i just started sneaking cigarettes and until one day i got caught and i was like okay well fuck it that's over which why I also have a secret in a relationship for no reason. Yeah, it's a, yeah for no reason at all. And really, there's not a whole lot of reason to keep secrets in a relationship anyway. anyway. Uh, but for it's such a useless barrier to put up between you and your partner. Uh, and you know, and I'm not, and I, you know, and I'm gonna fucking tell you guys right now if there's anybody out there that's that's thinking about quitting, it's fucking hard. And do not think it's going to be easy. It is going to be hard. You're going to be miserable. You're not going to sleep. You're going to piss off everyone in your life uh, at one point or another. Um, you're going to snap. You're going to be kind of a dickhead for a while. And it. And I will say that I didn't really... Now I feel mellow. And it took a long time. Um, so... 
Just remember, it's like anything else. It's like any sort of betterment uh, that you might do, whether it's you know betterment for your body or betterment for your mind. Have patience. It takes a long fucking time. Uh, and there is no quick fix. There is no book that you can read. Uh, if anyone tells you that they can solve all your problems, they're full of shit. You are the only person that can solve your problems. You are the only. You can have help, yes, but anyone who tells you that they can solve your problems is full of shit. We can't solve your problems, me and Jackie. We can tell you about our experiences, um, but we can't tell you exactly how to fix your shit. You're the only one that can do that, and you're the only one that knows how to do that. We can give you advice, and you can choose to follow it or not. You can choose whether it's right or not. Only you can do that. You're the only person in your life that has the power of choice. And that's something that I've realized lately, and I, I hope that's helpful to everyone out there. Unless you meet like a gypsy or a magician <laughs> or a leprechaun. Because those three people I will always trust. <laughs> yeah. G- gypsies, <laughs> leprechauns, and what, what was it? Magicians. <laughs> <laughs> because they can fix anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to our uh, let's get to our letters for today. Uh, what are what are we gonna call this first guy? Ooh, Hornham. <laughs> Hornham. Ugh, I love consonants. <laughs> alliteration. I think Horn-ham. alliteration is vowels. No way, dude. Alliteration is the two words that start with the same letter. They can be vowels or. Oh, so it's consonants, consonants. and assonance. Oh, what's an assonance? I think it's the repetition of vowels in a word, and consonance is the repetition of of other letters in a word. Oh, so like boo-boo, that would be an assonant. Yes, I think. <laughs> I may be... Com- take this part out. Can we take that whole thing out? <laughs> I might be completely wrong. Take it all. Can we start over again? <laughs> Hornham. Hornham. All right. Uh, Hello, Marcus and Jackie. Uh, I'm a huge fan of many of your shows on CCR, and I'm writing in because I just need someone else to talk to other than friends and family. Almost a year ago, I moved out of my parents' house. I moved in with a friend who very desperately needed a roommate to continue living on her own. Our lease is up in November, and she plans on moving in with her boyfriend. I knew this had been the plan for a long time now, but it still caught me off guard a little bit. None of my other friends are in a position to move, nor do they have the desire to. I really don't feel like going through the trouble of looking for a roommate over social media, Craigslist, etc. So my only realistic option is for me to move back in with my parents. Now, I'm on very good terms with my parents, and I really have no problem living with them again, but the idea of moving back in with them is really weighing heavily on my mind. Uh, The issue is this. I'm having a very hard time justifying why I moved out in the first place if I just moved back a year later. I know that it will actually be beneficial for me to move back in financially, and then I'll have a chance to get myself back on my feet, but it just makes the fact that I moved out seem so pointless. On top of all that, it makes me feel ashamed of myself, and it makes me feel like a failure. It makes me feel like a, quote, unsuccessful person, and it makes me feel like I've wasted a shitload of time and money since nothing was really gained from any of this. I know that all these things aren't necessarily true, but I just cannot shake these feelings from my mind. you guys have any advice or ideas or anything to help me through this, I'd appreciate it. Send it in any form you see fit. Thank you. 
ham horn. Horn ham. <laughs> horn, excuse me. Horn, horn ham. ham. The one that makes less sense. <laughs> um, I would have to say it is completely understandable how you feel. I feel that like me putting myself in that same situation, I would feel exactly the same fucking way. It is it is a human f- condition of feeling, of moving back in your parents. It's this weird monumental thing that's inside of your head that just makes you feel awful. I remember after I left college, I moved back home for a while, and I just felt like the biggest piece of garbage because I had said I would never go back home again after living there over the summers and things like that. And I just didn't want to do it, and I felt awful about myself. But at the end of the day, what did you gain from moving out for a year? Experience. You did it. You were successful. It's not that you can't afford it. It's not that your life is in shambles. It's not that you completely self-deconstructed. Like, you were great. You're flying, man. It's just circumstance. And it really reminds me of something that uh, when we were talking about outside about something completely different, uh, there was something that you said to me that made a lot of sense that there's a difference between failure and something not working. As you said, like a failure is you doing something half-ass and not giving it your all uh, and just sort of screwing around and something just not working is you putting in your whole ass uh, and just doesn't work out. Life happens. Just life happens. And this situation that you're in is circumstantial. It's not happening because you failed. Uh, It's happening because other people's lives... Just don't fit into your puzzle right this second. Just don't fit in your puzzle. And if you really want to stay out of your parents' house, if you really don't want to go back, you might have to bite the bullet and go to Craigslist. Craigslist. I mean... You might have to, and it is a crapshoot, man. I have had some people that it worked out great for them, and I have had some people where it was an absolute nightmare. Uh, And you got to decide on your own whether that's something that you really want to do. It is a leap, man. It is a a huge leap. Uh, But that is an option. I think right now you're telling yourself that that is not an option because you said in the email, uh, I don't feel like going through the trouble of looking for a roommate over Craigslist, so my only realistic option is for me to move back in. That's not true. There's a bunch of other options. I mean, there really is. How many friends do you have? Everybody's got other friends. Somebody out there, go on Facebook, hit up people, just ask people randomly. You know, it's like put up a little sign at your local coffee shop, things like that, because you're going to interview them before they come in. It's not like it's just like, oh, I got a psycho moving in with me and I had absolutely no choice. You have a choice in this situation. You are financially able to keep up this place. And yeah, it would help to move back in with your parents. You could save a bunch of money so that you have this choice now. So you can... Stay at your apartment, get somebody else, because there are so many different ways. that If you look it up online, it's not even just Craigslist. There's so many other avenues that you can look up online to try and find a match. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, what do you do? Like, ask coworkers. Do you play baseball on the weekends? Ask everybody in your fucking baseball. T- I mean, there's just so many people to get recommendations from friends of friends. Mm-hmm. It is another choice to move back in with your parents, which... Hell, you'd save money. You could wait till one of your friends is available that wants to move. You can move in, get a bigger place with a bunch of your other friends. Both of these options are good. Mm -hmm. And you're in a great place right now. 
Yeah, both of these options are completely valid, and, and I think, and and your emotions are valid as well. Yes, you know, a lot, like like Jackie, I move. I you know how long I lasted? Two three months after I graduated college, and it was humiliating for me to go back home because not only did I say that I would never move back, I was the guy that was always like, fuck this town because it was such a tiny little town. It's like three hundred people. Everybody knew me. Everybody knew the types of shit that I was saying forever, and they weren't. They didn't necessarily say like, "Oh, no, no, no." It, it was I was always the guy that was going to go move somewhere else. I was going to move out of state. You know, Texas wasn't really for me. I was going to move somewhere else. Uh, I went out for three months, um, and I ended up right back at the place that I started from after years of saying I would never go back. I would never live there and I would not live any sort of life that required me to live there. But I went back because I had to. Like I had no other choice. Um but you do have a choice. You know, it's not a great choice. It's not your favorite choice or anything like that. But it is uh, a choice. But it, it is a choice. Uh but what I'm trying to say is that there is no like I felt shame at first, but then after I lived there for a little while, I realized I made the right decision here. This is something that I I needed to do. It helped me to regroup and to move on to the life that I really wanted to live. Uh, and it sounds like that you're already kind of lead, leading the life that you want to live. You've already started. You lasted a year, and you're not failing because you fucked it up or anything like that. Uh, you're not failing at all. Not that that would even be, it's humiliating, but that's not also yeah. something you would even have to beat yourself up over. You know, it's just, yeah. you get past it. Yeah. Everyone hits roadblocks in this life. Yeah. You do not waste a shitload of time and money. Yeah, no. You, you, you spent, you know, you, you took a chance and it is a chance that you had to take. It was a chance that you needed to take and it's a chance that everyone has to take. You got to move out of your parents' house. Yes. And also, I think, I mean, think of it this way too. It's much better that she's moving out and moving in with her boyfriend than having her boyfriend move in with you guys. Ugh. I am going to throw that out there that that would be <laughs> a much more difficult situation. Yeah. I would say your choices are better than having that as a choice. Yeah, that's a bad choice. It's a, it's a shitty choice. Yeah, living with couples, uh, is, I've never done it myself, but from, uh, let's see here, every person that I know that's yes. ever done it um, has horror not stories. been happy with it. Yeah, horror stories. Uh, yeah, they, they, have, they have definitely not been happy with, uh, with the outcome there. Um, but... And you have a great relationship with your parents, which not a lot of people have. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's it, you're just going to save money. Honestly, it's kind of a positive thing. Yeah. And then you're going to get an even bigger, better place mm -hmm. and get exactly what you want. So I do think that that is, I think it's a pretty good option. And, you know, exactly what Marcus said, it's going to be like a week or two where you're just like, man, fuck me. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Fuck me. <laughs> I'm fucking saving this money. I'm fucking, you know, and you still have your, obviously you had your own life. Yeah. You just needed to move out because you need to move out of your parents' house. Yeah. I think you're going to be fine. Uh, and it, it has, you know, there, there are risks with both. Uh, there are the risk of Craigslist is that you might get a real shitty roommate. Uh, the risk with moving in with your parents is that you don't know when you're going to leave. 
uh, you don't know when the house, when the roommate situation is going to open up uh, with somebody again. That is a definite risk. Or you could save up take. enough money to get a one bedroom. Yeah. You fucking really live by yourself. Yeah. Uh, I think it's funny. I think a lot of people are afraid to do that these days. Well, it's a scare. I mean, there's nobody it, to rely on and it's scary. Yeah. But if you save up enough money and you get a studio, I mean, what else do you need? Studios are super fun. Oh, hell yeah. One big room, man. <laughs> yeah. And then it's fun to decorate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can make it whatever room you like, man. I think that's something you could set your sights on, how fucking awesome it would be. Man, I dream of it. I can't even imagine yeah. living in a studio or just a place completely by myself. And, you know, that's also something that you could work towards. Rather than seeing it as a, a step back, see it as a step forward. Mm-hmm. And I've lived by myself. Uh, I lived by myself in college. Uh, uh, and like a little one bedroom, they call it a cracker box. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I lived. It's uh, two apart, like it's two apartments on top of each other. It was me on the bottom floor. On the top floor was uh, a biker who liked to call, like me to call him Pops. Like everyone, he was like in his early fifties, and he had a meth head girlfriend named Dee Dee who used to read Christian poetry to us. Interesting. She showed up at my house one night, super messed out, because she had just tried to dig her wisdom teeth out with a spoon. Uh, and she just sat in my front yard drinking water from a water hose <laughs> for a while, who... Uh, uh, and then I called my I called my landlord, who strangely enough was named Frank Black, uh... Lead singer of the Pixies. Uh. <laughs> uh, and he came out and talked Dee Dee into going away. And that was the last time we ever saw Dee Dee. Uh, shit, gets, story, yeah. shit gets weird. Moral of the story, shit gets weird. Don't do meth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two, oh, yeah, kid. Two, two morals of the story is that shit gets weird uh, and don't do meth. Uh, but I, uh, I have no regrets about living in that place by myself. Yes, it was lonely sometimes. Yes, it was a little bit scary when the meth head showed up at the door. Uh, but I would, not have tra- I would not trade that experience for anything. Uh, I loved living there. I loved living by myself. Uh, and luckily in, in Lubbock, where I went to college, rent is dirt fucking cheap. Uh, and I was able to afford it. Um, but maybe you can save up money uh, and see how it works out, man. Uh, if you can do that, then it will give you a strength that you didn't necessarily know you had. Uh, and it'll give you a skill set that you didn't know you needed. Uh, and so that's another thing to try if you do move in, boom back in with your parents, uh, and you don't really see any roommates on the horizon. Just save up for your own little studio, man. And it doesn't have to be a nice place. Doesn't have to be in a super nice neighborhood. Um, just have just it be a place. To, just be a place, man. Make it your own little fortress, your own little box. Fuck yeah! And it's a great thing to do, man. All right, well, I think that's all we got for today. Uh, so if you have any questions or comments for us, cavecomedyradio at gmail.com is the email address to send to. And we will talk to you guys next week. You go fuck. You go fuck. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. <laughs>